Welcome to A Joyful Life with Jennifer, hosted by Jen Ballou, a gold star spouse and veteran, speaker, wellness coach, and yoga instructor. Join Jen as she provides a space of wellness for veteran caregivers through coaching to reduce stress and increase energy by using three pillars of living, the mind, body, and soul. Now, here is your host, Jen Ballou. Hello, Behind the Service podcast listeners. It's me, Jen Ballou, and I am back with another episode of the Caregivers Coaching Corner. If you're listening to this around the time that it's released, we're about 10 days into 2022, and this is the second episode um, of the new year that I'm sharing. I am going to do something a little bit different, and so I'm just going to use this episode to sort of explain what the next couple of months actually it's going to turn into. I'm going to do another series. I've done some series before. This is going to be a longer one, and this particular series is going to be based on a book that I'm reading for the second time actually called Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Now, if you've been listening to some or any of my episodes leading up to now, you've probably heard me refer to her work a time or two. I'm a big fan of not only her work, but just her in general and the way that she's able to share her work with the world. So if you're not familiar with Brene Brown, she's a researcher and a storyteller who in this particular book shares with us how accurately naming an experience doesn't give the experience more power. It gives us the power of understanding, meaning, and choice. And I'm just sort of reading that little sentence from the inside of her book. So this book is really about mapping meaningful connection and the language of human experience. I knew before I picked it up that it was going to be good because all of her work is good. But this particular book resonated with me so much that I'd like to take you on a journey exploring it with me. So just a few things that I want to sort of share about the book. The first thing is you definitely don't need the book to get something from the upcoming episodes, but if you want to get it, that would be great. I will be sharing a different or talking about a different emotion every week starting next week, but I'm sort of getting ahead of myself. So the first thing I want to do is read a little bit from the introduction of the book. She talks about how 15 years ago, when we first introduced a curriculum based on her shame research, they asked participants in training workshops to list all of the emotions that they could recognize and name 
as they were experiencing them. And she goes on to say that over the course of five years, they collected those surveys from more than 7,000 people. The average number of emotions that was named across the survey was three. Three emotions. So I just want to pause there And if you're in the position to do so, just take a moment to either jot down or think about and name as many emotions as you can or as you can recognize. I I was able to name more than three, but I have learned so much from this book that I've decided to not only read it a second time, but also share it with you. So the emotions that the, the three emotions that were named were happy, sad, and angry. And then she goes on to say that language is our portal to meaning making, connection, healing, learning, and self-awareness. Having access to the right words can open up entire universes. When we don't have the language to talk about what we're experiencing, our ability to make sense of what's happening and share it with others is very or severely limited. Without accurate language, we struggle to get the help we need. We don't always regulate or manage our emotions and experiences in a way that allows us to move through them productively, and our self-awareness is diminished. Language shows us that naming an experience doesn't give the experience more power. It gives us the power of understanding and meaning. That's just extremely powerful, in my opinion. I want to just go on to share a couple more things that just sort of bring understanding, hopefully, to you, the listeners, as to why I think that sharing and hopefully communicating about this book and this work can be beneficial to each and every one of us. So Brene goes on to say that those who are able to distinguish between a range of various emotions do much, much better at managing the ups and downs of ordinary existence than those who see everything in black and white. In fact, research shows that the process of labeling emotional experience is related to greater emotional regulation and psychosocial well-being. And so who doesn't want to be able to do better at managing these ups and downs of everyday life that we all experience. A few more things here just to share with you that really stood out to me in the introduction to this book is that Renee says, I want to open up the language or that language portal. So even more of us can step through it and find a universe of new choices and second chances, a universe where we can share the stories of our bravest and most heartbreaking moments with each other in a way that builds connection. That second chances is just, uh, it just really 
feels extremely powerful to me. And then she goes on to say that in the following chapter, so throughout the book, we're going to explore 87 emotions and experiences that have been organized into groups. I say emotions and experiences because some of these are not emotions, they're thoughts that lead to emotion. And if you ask 10 emotion researchers, which ones of those are emotions, you'd probably get 10 different answers. So we here on the Caregiver's Coaching Corner are not going to explore all 87 of those emotions and experiences, but we are going to explore 13. And so in the book, she has the emotions broken down into groups, if you will. And there's 13 of those groups. And so what I'm going to do over the next 13 weeks is to pick one emotion from each of the groups and just kind of talk about it, share what Brene says about that particular emotion, and then share just maybe some of my personal experiences I'm having around those particular research and the words that she shares, as well as my reflection, and then just hopefully opening up your eyes to these different emotions as well. The first grouping is called places we go when things are uncertain or too much. And the emotions that she has in that first group are stress, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, avoidance, excitement, dread, fear, and vulnerability. That's going to be tough to pick one of those. I haven't picked which one I'm going to um, talk about specifically on the next episode, but I would love to hear if you have um, a preference or one that you'd like me to talk about. Let me know. As always, I always welcome um, your feedback or requests. So if you have one, let me know. I'm going to end this sort of introduction to this new series by sharing one final quote from the introduction of the book, Atlas of the Heart. It says, I want this book to be an atlas for all of us because I believe that with an adventurous heart and the right maps, we can travel anywhere and never fear losing ourselves, even when we don't know where we are. So I hope you are up for this adventure with me. Stay tuned next week for the next episode in this series, exploring the book Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. Don't forget to reach out and let me know if you have a preference in terms of which of the emotions I mentioned you'd like to hear about. You can comment comment on any of Behind the Service podcasts or my social media posts um, with this particular episode, or you can reach out to me by shooting me an email. My email address is jennifer at jenniferbaloo.com. Looking forward to catching you on the next one. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for tuning in to A Joyful Life with Jennifer. 
a podcast of Behind the Service. Join us every Monday for the latest episode with your host, Jen Ballou. Make sure you leave us a review and share with a friend. You can also follow us on our socials at Behind the Service Podcast.